Hello, my name is Levi, and this is the Wax Poetic Podcast. Welcome. My guest today is Colt, and we're going to talk about um, 2017's Little Peeps Come Over When You're Sober, Part 1. Now, I do know he died shortly after this came he did. out. Yeah, he died like two or three months, right like right after this album came out, as it was starting to gain popularity. He, he passed away from a fentanyl overdose. So were you already a fan of his? I know you're, this is kind of what you normally listen to so were you yeah. already a fan when this <laughs> happened or yeah so i started listening to little peep um or lil peep as the cool kids say i started listening to lil peep around 2016 he hadn't put out like an official album at that point it was just mixtapes but i was super super invested in this kind of underground new wave of hip-hop that was happening online on soundcloud primarily was kind of where lil peep was blowing up so in 2016, he released Cry Baby, which is just a single. And that kind of took the internet by storm for a couple of weeks. That was the hot thing in all of those forums that people that care about new hip hop were on. Um, so I was invested then, but I never really listened to the full album until after I heard about his death, which is unfortunate. But that's kind of what was like, oh, I liked this guy. I'm really sad he passed away. He just had an album that came out, and then it became one of my favorite albums right after that. Cool. Um, well, when you first told me what album you wanted to do, I looked him up, and I saw him, and the first thing I thought was, did you see a couple of weeks ago on SNL, they had a skit where Timothy Chalamet and Pete Davidson are SoundCloud rappers? I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. That was my first... Oh, I was like, oh, man, Colt, what yes. are you getting me into? <laughs> But, you, you know, I was actually really surprised because it didn't sound like I thought it was going to sound. Yeah. Lil Peep is, compared to the other people that were in that same time, um, the SoundCloud boom of the mid-2000s or whatever you want to call it, Lil Peep was definitely one of the more mature artists that came out of that. And he was doing stuff that, it, the reason I fell in love with it immediately was nothing else at the time sounded like this. This was... You, and uniquely its own thing emo rap pop punk was not a genre that anyone cared about <laughs> he's yeah. got a rock voice he doesn't have a rap voice he's got a I rock know. voice yeah yeah um, i'm trying to think like if you go back and you think about acts that are performing now and you think about what are their influences there's so many people that are doing something that is similar to what Lil Peep was doing back in 2017 when no one else was doing it. So you never saw him live then, right? No, I never got the a chance. Very short to. window from when his yeah. got fame to when, yeah. Mm -hmm. Never saw him live. Um, but I kind of, the reason I wanted to talk about this on the podcast um, yeah. is I, I initially loved the album when it came out just because it was its own like special, unique music that no one else was doing. That was definitely part of that scene. Even if stuff wasn't good, if it sounded different, <laughs> it was immediately popular with the, the online forums that I was following. Just we, everyone was looking for uniqueness in hip-hop at the something time. Something different, yeah. Yeah. 
so I, I loved it initially then, and then even like six or seven months ago, I started listening to this album again for some reason, and the the subject matter of it is actually what was like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in this again for a different reason. The subject matter is what was drawing me in the second time. Yeah, it's some pretty dark stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of it about, you know, drug abuse. I mean, I know he had the uh, the overdose of some Xanax and some something else i guess i'm not exactly certain on that yeah uh fentanyl lace xanax was the cause of death so accidental overdose but still very very unfortunate yeah i mean i've taken xanax but i i couldn't do it recreationally oh <laughs> you know, yeah I, just... I have no desire <laughs> i have no yeah, desire yeah, like i just take just enough bro i'm not freaking out somewhere yeah <laughs> the uh his music especially the stuff that's been released posthumously. This is the only album that he put out when he was still alive. But a lot of the stuff he's put out posthumously talks about similar themes. And even he predicts his own death in a lot of his music, which is very hard to listen to, but also like very, very interesting and makes it more impactful. Um, Yeah. Uh, The song Better Off Dying, it's basically about, you know, live fast, die young. Yeah. You know, it's just like, hey, this is my lifestyle. This is who I am and what I do. And that's what I got. That's that's who I am. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is a lot of the time he's self-evaluating in this album too, though. It's not just, I'm doing drugs. Here we go. I'm partying. Ah, which is kind of like the normal hip hop thing. Um, but this is a very like sad album. Um, yeah. He's he's, not, giving, he's reasoning why he's doing all the drugs. He's yeah, and yeah, it's he's not a, he's not, not a happy party. About it. It's not a part doing drugs to party. It's right, man. I, I I don't know what else to do. This is how I survive. Yeah, which is obviously this is his lifestyle is not what I am living. I don't want that to be <laughs> obviously <laughs> yeah, not. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because I work in the film industry and I. I'm a young dude in a city where I don't know very many people. Um, I mean, this is, it's a similar thing to what I'm surrounded by. Like I, the film industry is full of drugs. The film industry is full of people with uh, mental health issues. The film industry is full of people that have like dire medical things that they're not addressing. So that subject matter is kind of what brought me back into it recently. Just, Just like I relate to this, not on, the same scale obviously but he's talking about things that i honestly don't think i can find anywhere else in current music because they're all dead i mean uh mac miller's dead lil peep is dead xxxtentacion is dead there's a lot of people in that genre who have passed on unfortunately kind of what you were saying uh, the song problems he's basically talking about how he doesn't really fit in or he never felt like he really fit into anything and I guess that's where he had his whole the goth boy clique uh, collective. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know, yeah, I mean, I kind of met you not too long after you came to Austin, right? It's, I mean, yeah, like six months, like right away after I moved here. So I, I feel like you probably did find a good or a decent <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. place to fit in and people <laughs> to accept you and just, uh, I feel like you found a pretty good place for yourself. Yeah. 
yeah, I definitely did. And uh, Kiss and Breakup and you and all those people were a huge part of that. There, that is super important and definitely why I feel more stable than OL Peep did. The the surrounding environment outside of that small circle, though, is, I, I would say, kind of similar to what he's been thrown into throughout this album. Excessive partying, lots of drug use, and, I mean, that's just, that's part of the lifestyle. And you have yeah. to accept that if that's what you're wanting to do. If you want to be a filmmaker, you're going to be... There's going to be drugs around you. That's <laughs> You're going to be exposed to it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get off the drugs for a moment here. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Uh, the song Ben Struck, mm-hmm. which it's, it's, it's like the most fun song on the album. Yes. I guess it, if you're going to have to pick one. Uh, <laughs> but I couldn't help. I mean, I had to wonder. I know. Well, do you have a dream vehicle? But I, I do not have an extreme vehicle. No. You don't have a dream vehicle that you would Oh, on? dream vehicle, not yes. extreme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. um Do I have a dream vehicle? Not really. I honestly don't think I do. Do you? Do you have a dream vehicle, Levi? When I was little, um I was really into Lamborghinis. Okay. I I, I know one year I had a I got a Lamborghini radio controlled car and I drove that thing everywhere. But I guess that's as close as I'm ever going to get to actually driving a Lamborghini. So. Oh, you got time. You got time, Levi. Lamborghini yeah. is coming near future for you. I fully believe it. <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> but no, no dream vehicle for you? I don't know. I think I, my my experience with vehicles the last, like, five years of my life has been hugely negative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I had a 2003 Xterra that I was just kicking down the road for a very, very long time. So I, <laughs> I was just kind of hoping it ran. That was kind of my dream vehicle. It's something that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't stopped on the side on. of the road. Yeah, yeah. my current car, uh, I'm going to drive it until it just doesn't run anymore. Oh, I also wanted to talk about face tats. Okay. Because I noticed he had, uh, he does have the Crybaby, which was his first, I guess, the demo, I guess. It wasn't his first, but it was his, like one of the big ones he did. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the Crybaby one. Yeah. Do you have any tats? I, I know you don't have any face tats, but... <laughs> I do. Um, I actually started getting tattoos fairly recently uh, from my sister, um, mm-hmm. she, who is a tattoo artist. Um, that's the, the current big one. I know this is an audio medium, but I just showed Levi <laughs> a very cool there skull and... Uh, <laughs> like a skull hourglass tattoo that I have. <laughs> and I have one on my ankle as well. Um, but I, I'm pr- I'm planning on getting a lot. I don't know if I'll do face. Are, how do you feel about face tattoos? Is that a absolutely not for you? I, I can't get tattoos. I'm I'm too wishy-washy. Like, I'll think, oh, this is cool for like a week. And then after that, I'll be like, I wish I had it like an inch over. <laughs> oh, no. Just yeah. in a different spot. It would just annoy me, and I'd be like, eh, I'm stuck with it. Yeah. I don't know. They're, I I think they're really fun. If you get a tattoo and you don't like it, then just you wear a shirt on top of it, right? Then you're good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you just wear a shirt. You just yeah. wear more clothes over your face. You just yeah. wear a balaclava. All I'm going to have to be very confident about what the face tattoo is before I go for that, though. I don't know if <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to swing into that one and see what happens. But Just get somebody else's face tattooed on yours. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's intense. That would be... Who would you get tattooed on your face? <laughs> oh, uh, Weird Al. Okay. That's a good answer. Weird Al. 
on your face. Well. Get a weird owl. Get the glass. <laughs> oh, permanent glasses. Would you get like hair implants to have his hair as well to do like the big, huge, like curly locks? For Halloween, I would definitely okay. have a weird owl wig just ready to go. Well, there's the song "Save That Shit," mm-hmm. and where I guess it's more about relationship problems, but it, I guess his lifestyle is kind of getting in the way of having a relationship. Do you find having the time outside of you know working to have any kind of real relationships with people, or is it just more difficult now? Bro, that is a, that is a deep haunting question for me um yeah yeah it is a major issue mm-hmm. and it has ended relationships for me before because my lifestyle is so i i don't know it's a weird thing i i work full-time film industry uh which means that my schedule is constantly shifting and some weeks i won't work at all and i'm free the entire time and i'm down to hang out and do whatever needs to happen in a relationship and i love that but there's also times where if I'm on a bigger project, like a feature or something, I am just out of commission for a month and there's nothing I can do about it. That is the nature of my work and it's very hard to, to have a relationship outside of that because you're just missing huge chunks of time. And when you're in a relationship and you miss a month, and that obviously is not not great for a one-on-one relationship where you're supposed to be talking to each other. Yeah, um, a little bit of regularity kind of helps with relationships, huh? Yeah, yeah, it does. And it's very hard to explain that to people. And not that people need to understand it or it's something that like other people need to deal with. But it's very hard to communicate that in a relationship. And it's ended a relationship for me, honestly, because I wasn't able to keep up with both of them. And I I do think that there's a situation where a relationship and what I do, where those could melt together and be totally fine, but it's gonna, it's definitely gonna be a hurdle for me. And I, that's part of the reason I relate to this album is because he's talking about a different set of circumstances, obviously. Mm. He's a performing musician with a drug addiction. I have, I, I work in the film industry, <laughs> so uh, they're not exactly comparable, but I do understand the pull away from, like, a relationship. Yeah. I, re- I understand his desire, like, he has to do this, like, this is his only option, is to be a musician. My only option is to be a filmmaker. That is the only thing that brings me fulfillment as a as a worker, so that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I have to do. And there are definitely negatives to it. Hey, it's me. I'm interrupting the show for a moment to ask that if you have been listening and enjoy what's going on to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or even just share an episode on social media. Any ratings and mentions are greatly appreciated. The podcast has been steadily growing and I've been having a lot of fun interviewing people and hearing what they have to say about music and everything. So seeing that there are people that are into the show just makes it so much easier and enjoyable to put all the work of researching, recording, and editing into it. Uh, I'm going to put all the links to all this in the show notes just to make it easier on you. Okay, now back to it. I guess the uh, song Bright Side, I guess that's a pretty 
pretty close to... Happy is not the right word, but yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, the idea is kind of similar to the killer's Mr. Brightside, just that you see yeah. someone you used to go out with with someone else, and it's just like, uh, kills you kind of. That, that can be difficult, I guess. It just depends on who you are and how much distance you've had with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brightside is uh, a, one of the better songs on this album, oh, I yeah. think. Um, I, honestly, like, I, I love this entire album, but the, the the last three songs are far and away the best songs on this album. Starting with Better Off, Into Brightside, and then Problems. Those three together are incredible. I, I will agree with that. Those three were my okay. favorites from the album. Sweet. You should listen to uh, part two if you want at some point. That It's a continuation and I think much better. Yeah, I was planning on it. And I, I did read that he wrote really fast. So he wrote a lot of music, you know, yeah. before he died. So he still has, you know, like two albums or so, whatever of extra stuff that was put out which but i'm yeah. definitely gonna check out that one i just wanted to get into this one first and but you know yeah, I, of course. I like I, like i said i this wasn't what i was expecting but i'm really kind of into it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm glad you turned Dude, me on to this i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad i i was kind of worried when i first said it to you i was like man this is this guy's i don't know <laughs> but, but I, i'm glad you liked it man all right well i did i did have another question because i did read that where he got his name from was that his mom raised like ducks and chickens. So she called him little Pete because he was yeah. one of her baby chicks. So I was wondering, like, do you have a childhood nickname that you oh. <laughs> still get called or um, do I, I mean, I guess Colt is technically a nickname. My, uh, my full name is Colton, but everyone calls me Colt at this point. I don't know. I guess like my mom would call me sweetie, but that's not like, that's not unusual at all. Did you have any cool like nicknames when you were a child, Levi? Did I miss out? <laughs> well, my name's Levi, so I got called Oshkosh, 501, Buttonfly, Stonewash, Acidwash, every gene-related name you could think of. But besides Very that, <laughs> uh, I did have an aunt that would call me Taco. Okay. I'm not sure why. She Just just guys. She just started calling me that when I was really little. I probably just because I like tacos, but I... Hey, you got to call me Taco, too, then, I guess. <laughs> All right, Colt, we're going to play a quick game here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read some words to you. Okay. This is called Lyric or Stuff in My Diary. Okay. Is this is this from Lil Peep? Am I going to be exposed as not knowing all of his lyrics? <laughs> yes. Okay. You're going to have to tell me if the words are from this album or stuff that okay. I made up. Sounds great. So, uh, <laughs> so here it goes. First one. Your words mean nothing. My life ain't your plan. It's just the way the world flows. Whoa. Um, I think you wrote that. I don't think that's in one of these songs. That's correct. I did make that up. Yes, okay. Okay, good. (laughs) It was convincing. It was convincing. All right, here's the next one. I can take you there, but baby, you won't make it back. Growing sick of this, and I don't want to make you sad. That is from this album. That is um, one of the best lines on this album. I think I so, think. too. That was, that was the easy one. Okay. okay. <laughs> Go for the deep cuts next. Okay. All right. There's only you. It's always you. Forever. Build me up. We'll make this work together. Whoa. I don't think there's anything that positive in this album. So I, I think you wrote that one again, Levi. That's true. I did make that especially positive just to, <laughs> <laughs> to see if you were paying attention anymore. 
<laughs> All right. Help me find a way to make you mine. Everybody telling me not to, but I'm going to try. I believe that is from this album as well. I think that is. That's part of one of the songs. It is from Brightside. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Here's the last one. You're doing pretty good. Thank you. Spend a lot of time in the background. You know, I spend a lot of time in the background. That is from this album and uh, a, a great hook on one of these songs um, that is is a pretty overplayed in this song, but it's still good. Yeah, it does get repeated a lot. But yeah, well, you passed. You made 100%. <laughs> Thank you. You win. Yes. I'm a real fan of Lil Peep. <laughs> You're, Confirmed. Get the Big Peep Award, I guess. Yes. Can you also sing or rap or hum or whatever your favorite line from the album Ooh, my favorite line from the album i think i don't know i cannot rap or sing or hum um but, <laughs> but i will say <laughs> okay yeah, you can just tell it i me. that's more of a i am not able to not that i will not kind of situation unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me pull open um awful things and get the uh, the lyrics on that because i think that's one of my favorite songs on this too um, while you're looking that up, yes, I know with the uh, Goth Boy clique, is there others within that group that you follow? Honestly, Goth Boy clique is not very good. Okay, um, outside of Lil Peep, Lil Tracy is the other bigger artist from that group. I don't like Lil Tracy very much, unfortunately. Oh. But that's just a just personal preference, not for me. Lil Peep was kind of doing his own thing. Uh, he was part of Goth Boy Click, and he did some like collabs with them. He did a mixtape with them, I think. But he had definitely pulled away as like the main guy from that group. Mm, okay. Kind of, it, it was kind of like I don't know if you if you think back to like Odd Future when Tyler the Creator and uh, I'm trying to I'm, Frank Ocean. My Frank Ocean, yes, thank you so much. There was one other guy that came out of that. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt was the other guy that came out of that. That's who I was searching for. Those three kind of became the artists that stood forward from uh, Odd Future, and everyone else was kind of just like, <laughs> okay, they were doing their own thing. It's kind of a similar thing with Goth Boy Click, but okay. I don't know if this is exactly my favorite lines from this album, okay. but um, this is from uh, Awful Things. It's uh, bother me, tell me awful things. You know I love it when you do that. Helps me get through this without you. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything deep to me personally. I'm not relating it to a specific time in my life or anything specific, but I don't know. I just, I really love that line. Just the one you hear in your about, head when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's talking about hearing bad news and then somehow using that bad news to get through stuff i which doesn't make any sense but i don't it just really speaks to me this is hot off the presses and not good but um i got a call literally like an hour ago that one of my childhood friends just found out he had a serious brain tumor like just literally like an hour before getting on this podcast found that out i don't know what to do with that i don't feel like i've processed that but there's some there's very few musical places where you can find people talking about brain tumors and uh, mental health issues and drug abuse and suicidal things. Like it's not, it's not common 
Um, and when it, it is spoken about, it's usually in an irreverent or just kind of like throw this at the mm-hmm. wall and see what happens yeah. deal. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like Lil Peep and his music is very, very honest and open about what he's going through. And I, I just really appreciate that. I appreciate music that is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th- I think that's part of the reason this album is so important to me in that space is that it's not just, it's not good. Things are not happy at the end of the album. Yeah. It's not getting solved. And there's a lot of things in life that just don't get solved. And I, I appreciate having music that speaks to that too instead of just happy go lucky or i had a problem and now it's done this is very much in the moment of that yeah i mean i can appreciate fun music but the music that really sticks with me that i listen to a lot actually has real lyrics and real talks about real things you know but like i said i I can appreciate just fun music and just having fun oh yeah yeah gotta have both right oh yeah gotta have a good mix yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right cool well what else have you been what have you been working on lately? Oh, oh boy. I recently started moving forward with kind of launching my own stuff on the internet. I've been spending a lot of time doing other people's shows uh, as an editor and then as a producer, and I'm finally starting to put out my own stuff, which is super super exciting. Mm-hmm. I wrote and directed a sketch show that we shot four episodes of last weekend. So I'm going to start editing on that. Levi, I would love for you to be a voice in it. Um, <laughs> if you're interested, I actually have already cast you without your knowledge oh. in one of the roles. Okay. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> if you're interested in that, I would love to have you voice the rotisserie chicken that shoots me <laughs> with a gun. All right. <laughs> I'm down. But yeah, doing that sketch show, and then um, it's not set in stone at all but i plan to move to la in the next six months to a year Mm -hmm. to pursue new media entertainment whatever that means (laughs) to make it bigger yeah i get you i guess yeah oh that's cool all right. Was there anything else you wanted to add, or is that it? No, dude. Thank you so much for having me on here. I I really like this podcast. I I really think it's a great idea. I appreciate you asking me to come on. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Colt. Of course. <laughs> So please check us out every other Monday and follow along on Facebook at Wax Poetic Podcast and also on Instagram at Wax Poetic Podcast and of course on Twitter at Wax Poetic Podcast.